Definitely. <laughs> welcome, Definitely. Welcome back to the Two and One Podcast, aka Maybe We Like Mistos Podcast. Maybe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we if, have to see. For for those who don't know what a misto is, it's a cup of coffee that's Tell just half coffee, half milk. Exactly half and half, you know. Exactly half and half. Yeah, and maybe we like them. Well, I feel like that's already what I had, like, as a child was half coffee, Pretty half much, milk, yeah. right? Like, a lot of people, like, a lot of people had their mom's coffee, and a lot of people's moms had, like, white coffee, you know? Mm-hmm. Was it just, like, a bunch of creamer and coffee? But, yeah, that's exactly, like, my family, my family coffee. Yeah, I mean, like, respect, though. Like, I mean, half a cup of coffee is still half a cup of coffee. How many, how much, how many shots are in, like, this size of Americano? Like, like for, a, what is this, like, 16 ounces? 16 ounces, typically you get, like, three shots in there. You know, like this. That's ty- good. Typically, like like twelve ounces, three. like twelve ounces below, get one ounce. Not one. I'm sorry, one shot of coffee, or a shot of espresso. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, guys. Uh, sorry, coffee. Shot world. of coffee. I know, right? Look, look how I sound. Or listen it to how is I sound. coffee. Don't apologize. You said what you said. I said what I said. God damn it. You said fucking what you co- said. A shot of coffee. A shot of espresso with an X. Espresso. Fucking cunts. I'm gonna start. Oh my god. I'm gonna start like saying that. Ironically. Or unironically. Ironically. Espresso. <laughs> it's been cool. I mean, like I was telling her, like it's been cool, like seeing like her coffee journey of like just um, starting from like lattes and shit. Well, too. really starting from, like, Frappuccinos. That's how it all starts, right? No, really starting from coffee and milk mm-hmm. to Frappuccinos mm-hmm. to, like, caramel macchiatos yeah. to lattes to cold brews mm-hmm. Americanos. To, to instant coffee for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Regress, some would say. Regress. <laughs> no, I love instant coffee. It's good. It's got its place in the world. It's, you know. yeah, I mean, I just, I love being cracked out. <laughs> like, whenever my family brought home decaf, mm. I'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, what is this? Well, some people can't, like, some people like to have the taste of coffee. Like, I would be down for a decaf coffee. To me, that's like, I understand, but I, like, don't, I wouldn't. That That's like people who drink, like, the non-alcoholic beer, which I get. Is like, you point? like the taste well, of beer, exactly, but you don't want Exactly. Like, let's say, dude, like, I had two cups of coffee, like, in the morning, and I'm not trying to have a third. But, but a decaf... Well, that's rough. Two cups is a lot. Yeah. I, I didn't have any coffee today well, at all. Some people, they think that's weak. But honestly, guys, if you think two cups is weak, then you should reevaluate your fucking values here. That's a lot of caffeine <laughs> every day, guys. Come that's on. an addiction. That's an addiction here. You're I mean, addicted. I, I love help. the... F- <laughs> You need help. You need help. I love the feeling of, like, being cracked out on coffee, but I can only do that, like, once a day. Maybe twice. I do it every day. I fast and I'll have, like, two cups of coffee. But are you, like, cracked out throughout the day? Bro, I I fast and I'll have two cups of coffee and I'll work out in the middle of it. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'll be high out of my mind fasting with this, like, speedball going on. Okay. And that's good. I'm happy for you. (laughs) But do you do that, like, like, multiple times a day? Almost every day, yeah. No, but in one day, do you oh, wait, do well, that? Oh, multiple times a day? No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, okay, like, I'll have, like, there are days where I'll have, like, coffee in the morning and night, and, like, those are pretty wild days because the occasion calls for it. That's good. But I'm talking, like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a problem. It's like yeah, a problem no. when, like, you need coffee to do everything, right? Yeah, no. If anything, I, I get scared when I do that kind of stuff, when I'm, like, Me too. coffee like, all the time. That's when I... Like, I'll go to cold turkey for, like, a couple days. I feel like that's how I was in school. Coffee in the morning, and then throughout the day, and then, like, to end the day, hmm. coffee. That's how my mom is, dude. Like, she'll, like, throughout her entire life, it's, like, two cups of coffee, like, in the morning and at night. And she just, three, like, does know. she do it for energy, or she just likes to she drink loves. coffee? That's all she does. That's, that's all she does, you know, ever since I've known her, you know, just drinking coffee. 
morning and night. You know, with a little bread. Like my with a little bread, a little pastry. Well, well, fine. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, enough uh, coffee talk. I guess. <laughs> okay, so we do have like a docket today. We do have we like do. we got some something things. going for you guys. Before we get to that, though, just really quick, I do want to talk about something that I watched today slash yesterday that was like crazy. That it? that video that I sent you called oh, Jennifer yeah. Solution. I, so I finished watching that today. It's like an hour video, right? Like mm-hmm. an hour, like nine minutes. And it's I guess that whole YouTube channel is dedicated to like talking about. Uh, it looks like true crime, but like the psychology mm. of true crime. And it was really interesting. Basically, like, it's it's Jennifer's solution. I'll just, like, link it in the description. And it's this girl that plotted to have her parents killed, essentially. And it goes through, like, her interrogations, basically. And while, like, throughout her interrogations, the the creator of the video will, like, explain different, like, psychological tactics that the interrogators use mm. or different things, like... The ways that she fidgets or defense mechanisms and things like that. And it's really interesting stuff. Mm. It's like like the psychology of like criminals and people who interrogate them. Yeah, that's such an interesting mindset to get into. <laughs> yeah. That's like something... Like- I would love to do like an episode on like like psychology, like criminal psychology. Let's like work that, on it. Let's, let's work that, on it. that would be a, something cool to do in the future. Jesus Christ. Do you have a favorite serial, serial killer? Like, <laughs> No, that's okay. That sounds like, I mean, like fuck it, to me. I know, right? But like, like, I like is there, true is crime. Is there one that stands out to you? Like, that's like particularly extra fucked? I wouldn't say favorite, but I mean, like, like, it's, like, the like one a that's case notably, that's like, really wow, fucked. That's fucked. Like, specifically killers mm. or just fucked up stuff that's like, happening. Yeah, one that's like, it's just notably like, I can't like, not not think about that, you know? Um, definitely like, I listened to this episode of Morbid, the true crime podcast, and they talked about this case that was they called it the case of the girl in the box, and it was basically like a girl who was kept like, in a box and mm. tortured and, mm-hmm. and like and not like not only what like she was tortured in like brutal brutally horrible ways mm-hmm. but also she had opportunities to escape and like mm-hmm. she became like like there was also like mental manipulation that made her stay mm-hmm. you know what i mean which was like added another layer of like fucked upness to me usually does man that mental layer shit yeah. gets extra like, yeah mm. i don't and Damn, I don't. The girl in the box. I don't remember like her real mm-hmm. her real name, but that one stands out. I mean, and you know all the, the fucked up things like the what was that one girl too in Indiana that was like that I told you about that was brutally tortured by her neighbors, her oh, caretaker yeah. and her neighbors oh my God, you just to told like me about that. Yeah, that was wild. Tortured to, to death, and they, it was like the whole neighborhood just too. The whole neighborhood. Like a part of it, you know? There's a movie about it. I recommend it to everyone. It's called An American Crime, starring. Then Ellen Page, now Elliot Page, but it's a really good movie. And then the story of Charla Nash always fucks me up. <laughs> like, there's just things that like I can't get out of my mind. Yeah, that, like, yeah. That, you know, I'm gonna keep it real with you guys. I don't really like pay attention. I only know like the big three of like serial killers, and that's really it. Like Jack the Ripper, the Jack Zodiac, the Ripper. Uh, like Jeffrey Dahmer, I guess. But mm-hmm. I honestly, I don't like know that much about killers. 
Mm. Like I just know about like, like certain, cases, like, like, certain cases, like really isolated fucked up things. Yeah, I'm not like too well versed on like the killers yeah, either. Than, even then, I don't really know them that well. I saw I saw the Zodiac, like the movie. You know, me too. <laughs> me too. But, but it's been so long. I don't yeah, know. exactly, exactly. Like I guess he's the one that mm-hmm. would be like you know that's like oh that's the most intriguing to me. I do know he killed someone at RCC back in the day, like when he was. He sure did uh, at the height of his. Career. He sure did. <laughs> yeah, he killed at RCC, but yeah, I'll link I'll link the the Jennifer Solution video because that that was pretty interesting and it like it's over an hour and it kept me like interested for for that long. Mm. But onto the docket. Wait, real quick, hold on. Uh-huh. Have you seen like this like these footages like this footage of like uh, UFOs or like now no, now known I've as unad- unidentified aerial phenomenons? I guess or like they're being like mis like renamed rebranded. You know, I heard about it through the grapevine, but I didn't look into it. What, yeah, there's what like, happened? like, like I'll just show you, and like I'll I'll try to find something to link in the bios and all that. But like, um, there's like these like new like shape of like a new footage coming out of like these different like unidentified like aerial phenomenons, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just um like up 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 uh, Washington D.C. and I guess some, like some uh some military intel got some actual like cell phone recording of it, uh-huh. and now it's like leaking and all that shit, and it's coming out. What what do they look like? The one, there's one that looks like a triangle. Hmm. Scary, right? Weird, yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's one that kind of looks like um, like a U. I don't know really how to explain it. Like, uh, yeah, I'll just show you. But and these like, are like new shapes that have never like, like it. Like it doesn't look doesn't like look it's look from Earth. Um, is that wait? Did this barely happen, or did the footage just barely? The footage get out? happened like I think 2019 or 2018 or something like mm. that. And it's coming out now. And who took it? Like I think it was like Navy Intel that was on that was or like military intel overall. Took it on their phones in 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 Washington D.C. Ooh, don't quote me exactly on that, but I'm pretty confident that's where it is. You know. And do you know like who authorized the release of that video, or nah. or if it leaked, like it wasn't meant to get out? Nah, bro. Let's let's link this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the I point did, is, like, like these things are coming out now. Like yeah. like footage of like these then UFOs now UAPs, I guess. Yeah, um, and that came out by like actual like military officials that yeah. took these videos, right? Like, well, it's, it's being reported that they recorded them. You know, it's... you know. Okay, remember when we did like the Galians episode? We did it because like footage was just leaked mm-hmm. of like UFO sightings from a couple years back. But you can hear the like it was also some military branch yeah. that took the video. Was it like when was it like the aircraft pilots? What? Uh, it was like the Tic Tac thing we were talking about. I don't even remember that episode, honestly. More like, well, I remember we we covered it because at the time, uh-huh. like video footage of UFOs like got leaked. And we were like, yeah, let's do some alien. Okay. Yeah, and we were um, like, yeah, let's do some alien shit. <laughs> but in the video mm. that like that they took, you can hear them talking, like, mm. and they're like, oh, I genuinely don't know what like, that what is. Was that? Like, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Was it was? Could you hear them talking in this video? No, I didn't hear any audio. No, no mm-hmm. audio. No. That's still weird. Yeah. But, you know, it's alien stuff coming out. Alien know? stuff coming out. Alien. I feel like alien stuff is always, like, coming out now. You know, I heard this one thing on, I think, Rogan recently, where, like, Rogan was just saying, like, hey, you know, what if it's just, like, aliens are coming now? They're making themselves known. Or, like, they're, like, actually, like, coming through because, like, they see us fucking up so bad. Like. And they're, they're like, they're they need help. They're correct, you know. Mm. Could be. Like, kind of like in Arrival. Like yeah, how they yeah. just like brought the human race together so they yeah. can like pull in a favor. Yeah, yeah. Man, we gotta talk about that movie at some point too. I just pulled the fuck out of it right now. But 
It's okay. We'll. You guys don't care. Yeah. <laughs> also, we'll. It's okay. That we should give like a warning. That this is your warning. <laughs> that this is full of spoilers. Yeah. It, it's, obviously. So if you guys haven't seen, well, let's speak of this docket real quick. Actually. So okay, on the docket, we're gonna be talking about Drake's album. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the same. We're bringing this new segment to you guys where we're just going to talk about music here and there because mm-hmm. fuck it. Honestly, yep. we should have been doing this a while ago. Yeah. We like it. Why not talk about it? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be talking about Nothing Was the Same. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about... <laughs> this dynamic movie duo that uh-huh. I really think go hand in hand. They really do. The titles may <laughs> may conflict to you from your ear, your ears, <laughs> but honestly, guys, if you're if they conflict, then you're just judging this book by its cover, mm-hmm. you know? You should just and you got You got Just get shut it up together. and listen, bro. Just just, just watch them. Just shut up and listen. Just watch them. So mm-hmm. we're talking about Brokeback Mountain, and we're talking about Mystic Pizza. The 1988 <laughs> banger, bro. <laughs> Mystic Pizza, man. Oh man. You know, when you first told me about this movie, I was just like, "Yo, what is it?" I I will say, I judged this book straight up by its cover. I was like, "This this movie looks silly." But it it's actually a banger, and it goes it goes in line with Brokeback Mountain. I feel like it's got like similar elements, you know. I mean, I will say that when I saw the the like poster that Netflix uses for Mystic Pizza, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this probably is a silly movie. Mm-hmm. Just because the the po- I don't know if anyone has like come across the poster for Mystic Pizza while browsing through Netflix, but it's literally just like. A giant blown up like smiling Julia Roberts with the words like Mystic Pizza. And I'm like, okay. A 1988 Julia Roberts. 1988 Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. But then, but then when you like select it, when like you go Mm -hmm. on it, but you don't select it, but you like pan over it so that you get the little preview. Mm -hmm. She looks so good that you can't just not watch. She great in that entire movie. Oh, is she? Honestly, everyone in that movie looks so good. Oh yeah, like. Why did people just look good in it the It was 80s? the 80s, baby. Like, yeah. oh my god. Even, I love how, well, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll talk, get, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to calm it. Calm yourself. <laughs> calm, you're just like, you're out of your seat with anticipation talking about Mystic Pizza. I really am. I get it. It's, what a, it's a banger. You guys should watch film. it. If you don't want to watch it, though, we'll spoil it for you right now. Yeah, yeah, we really will. Well, not right now, but later. But let's talk about Drake. So, this is the first album that we're doing as far as like this new segment goes, and mm-hmm. um, what a good album actually! Like, what you, an album! Like, it's 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 one of my favorite albums, I think, like of all time. I've never listened to any Drake album through its entirety, you know. And I started with the deluxe edition of this first, just mm-hmm. going through, and it was nice. It was just fun, fun to listen to. Yep. The synths it, on this, like honestly, I would love oh. to be a wallflower on this album and just listen to like the synths, yeah, and just see how they were made, how they talk about that, because a lot of it is just like. And it's, like, most endearing time of the album. It's just, like, really, like, intense and just makes it, like, really, like, the music more vulnerable than actually, like, like at first what it feels like. I do want to look more into his, his uh, like, his main guy, his main producer is this guy that he shouts out in, like, every song. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Forty. His name is, like, Noah Forty mm-hmm. something. I forgot his last name. But he's, like, the main dude that makes his music. And, um, yeah, I mean... Why not? On this album, he got like two chains to help him, Big Sean, uh, Mahi Jordan, Jay Z, and like two other guys too, as well. But I think the weekend also like um, there was like some controversy about this like way back in the day about how Drake doesn't write any of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that people were saying was that like the weekend like ghostwrites 
a lot of his stuff. Is that like official? I don't know. I think it's like rumors. I don't know if like mm. anything's like been confirmed. And it's, also like I wouldn't be surprised too if like especially like in rappers mm. if you like contribute a line here and there without being necessarily credited. I don't know, right? man. Like I feel like I kind of feel like this is all Drake, you know. It's only his third album, you know. It's not like like this is the one that like defined him, you know. And mm-hmm. after that, he started like coming out with like I mean, he already had bangers, but, like, he yeah. really started coming out with more bangers after that. Yeah. You know? I, and, like, the whole ghostwriting thing, I don't know. I kind of doubt it. Because it takes, like, so much yeah. to be able to perform like that, you know? Oh, one, yeah. Like, you, th- these are, like, things that he performs live. Yeah. Like, and, 100%, it's him that wrote, like, the bulk of it. But I think, like, I don't know. People just want something to grasp onto. Yeah. So I think it's easy to take, like, an instance where, like, he's in the mm. studio and, like, The weekend happens to be there and gives Wait, him a tip like, or something. Wait, are talking, like, the whole album or, like, the entire, like, or one song? People are saying that he doesn't write well, any, like, pe- that word on yeah, the okay. street back in First the day. First do you guys really think, like, The weekend is, like, like this modern-day Paul McCartney of, like, fucking, right? like, who's got all this juice? And well, like, actually, you never know, though, right? The guy is making his own music, too. Yeah, but you, know? you never know who writes for who. And I'm not saying in this case, I'm, right? I'm just saying, like, there's no way in hell that this guy is making as many bangers as Drake has, mm-hmm. you know? And on top of The Weeknd's bangers, too. I just find that very unlikely in No, some people are, like, Sia wrote, writes her own shit and for everyone else. But, like, I mean, like, all of Drake's stuff, though? No, like, I don't, yeah, think, he, no, I don't think in this case, no. Okay, I'll give you an album, album's worth of music, probably, for sure. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, like if it's, like, if there's a link of them actually working together, like, in the studio and, like... They work together maybe. on a lot, but I, I don't, I don't, like... Believe mm. that that the weekend writes his. Majority I don't. I don't it, believe yeah. that Drake doesn't write his stuff. Yeah. I absolutely believe that Drake does write his own music. Yeah, yeah. Own. I just feel like there's too much content to be like, unless he's hiring a ton. But even then, if also he was hiring, some of his stuff is super specific too. That like, it just feels really, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get you. Like I don't know this whole album like was cool because it was just like um, <clears throat> just listening to Drake's like himself because like um, and there was like one. Uh, critic from the Rolling Stones that kind of like commented on his stuff where saying like it's almost like this heartbreak like if him breaking people's hearts and all that stuff it's mm-hmm. him boasting and it's him just owning up who he really is yeah like, yeah yeah taking pretty girls hearts and yeah. just like smashing them yeah you yeah. know or just like kind of just like sitting in it and ha- yeah and it's like oh look at me I'm look, this like yeah, heartbreaker I'm this, yeah I'm this monster yeah, and all that yeah, yeah. but also I'm getting all these bitches <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah it just seems like like he revels in it. And it's just like he's never been apologetic about it. He's just told you what it is, and this is just you're listening to it, and that's it. Yeah, you know. And I feel like the entire time listening to it, I was like, yeah, that's he's owning this shit. He's owning it. He's owning it. Like the way it's coming off, and just the way again going back to those synthesizers, like the way like it almost powers up the the lyrics on it mm-hmm. at times. It like there's like electricity <laughs> with that kind of instrument that kind of just provides. Like this, like oh, I'm empowering myself, or like you know, I'm like, like I'm letting I'm, you know, like yeah. I'm not being phased by this or whatever the yeah, fuck, you yeah. know. It just felt like that to me, and it was cool to see or to hear, like, uh, like that kind of like owning of it. I agree. Although I, I also do think there's like a bit of like, I, I've always seen Drake as like this, like, like low key. He he was kind of like a pioneer in in like feeling feelings and hip hop because he also does have a lot of songs where he talks about getting played by girls, you know, and Mm. like him getting his heart broken and like, you know, him being tossed away and like not getting the girl and all of these things. So I think it's like a larger thing of he like, isn't like, like 
there's that typical like rap persona of like mm. I'm fucking all these bitches and like Hard I'm breaking all these yeah I'm breaking all these hearts because you all can't, this money and right? all this drip you know it just comes with it but also like there's the, that extra like oh but I also you know what I mean yeah. like yeah like the the one that I needed was Courtney from Hooters on P Street <laughs> like is that an actual like line yeah oh wow yeah like very like specific and then not on this album but like mm. just in general like he's always been like that but um I don't know that that is an interesting take like he does I'm, I'm sure he does like it's like a mix of both I feel like and I'm sure he does like mm. like savor like oh I've broken all these hearts and like yeah. look how much of a badass I am for yeah. breaking all these hearts and like you know I made every woman feel like she was mine and no one else's but that no kind one's of mine, you know? yeah yeah and that's the thing like someone else would be maybe and like the ones who aren't you know yeah 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 um but I don't know it's a great album like the the first song Tuscan Leather was like very like just set the mood mm. like no, definitely set the mood. Wait, wait, like you kind of like when like rock bands have this formula where like you start an album, it's typically like you know fast tempo, and then the next two or three songs are like fast. Like it would be like opening fast, mm-hmm. next song maybe faster or like mm-hmm. around the same pace. Next song like same thing, just you know connect one to the other to the other, and then the fourth song kind of like come down comes in. Yeah, but so I love when like albums like like kind of just like to start on like their own like slow tempo first and like no this is an album here yeah set the mood yeah like you know? tuscan leather was definitely not like the 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 party song or the Mm-mm. banger of this album by any means but it also it wasn't like like this like sentimental like you know what i mean it was just like a, like a victory song kind of yeah like uh, tuscan leather reminds me of like trophies by drake i don't know if you ever heard of that song uh no, I, well, I probably have actually, but I don't remember it right now. It's a, it, it, it like reminds me. Huh? You're going to sing it for me? No, you don't have to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Imagine. I just like start rapping trophies. But it reminded me of the song. Um, and then the ne- next song for this thing. I think like that. So nothing was the same came after Take Care, right? Mm-hmm. And Take Care is known as like the simp album. It's known as like the quintessential synth album. Like don't Drake and drive. Don't Drake and drive. Don't Drake and drive because you'll 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 end up at your ex's house like that kind of thing. Let's call this episode "Don't Drake and Drive." Don't Drake and drive. <laughs> Perfect. And I think like this like for this thing was totally like like an extension of that sentiment okay. from "Take Care" of like okay okay for this thing like that's the one where he's um. That that's the one where that line uh, I made every woman feel like she was mine and no one else's. Mm. That's that's where that like song comes from. Okay, and it's very much like simpy, like in my feelings, but also not like super like it's not Marvin's room. You mm. know what I mean? Okay, okay. But yeah, and then um, started from the bottom. That's the party song. I, I think started from the bottom and worst behavior. There are seven singles on this album. The language. Are like the biggest, like the the hardest, like like party songs. Wait, seven singles. There's seven singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, start from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Hold on, we're going home. Yeah, all me, which is my favorite. Pound all cake, me. the language, too uh-huh. much, uh, too much. Uh, worst behavior, mm-hmm. Wu Tang forever. And start from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, we're going home, and um, uh, start from the bottom. 
they they were in the top ten of like a uh, of the charts. Mm-hmm. Like those are the only two songs in the states that oh like my hit God, the top yeah. ten. But like yeah, those when you hear those songs, it's like just go, just hold on, we're, we're going, going home. home. I hated that song when it like it's so good. W- I, like, I like intro. it now, but they played it so much. Mm-hmm. They played it so much, intro. like, at its height. I was like, enough, I, enough. Is, is it? Is it just hold on, we're going home that has a sweet, just, like, just drum intro? Or is uh, it, like, all in? It's one of the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts with, like, drums, like... Yeah. What up? You just know what that song is. Yeah, yeah. You just know that song. Like It's a good song. It's, yeah. And, like, honestly, like, I never listened to the radio. So, like, I never got, like, poisoned by singles like that. So That's good. I don't give a fuck. You know? That's good because that that song took it took me forever to appreciate that song mm. because they played it so fucking much and I I, I was like I've had it yep. I've had it yep. I just had it. Well, I haven't. I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love it now, but at the time it was hard. I you know I understand. I it was understand. hard. Do you have a favorite song off the album? All in. All all or is it all me. All me. I'm sorry. All in. That's so all that's me. the one. Yeah. That, all me. That's your favorite. Yeah. I'm all in on all me. I think if I have to pick one, it's 305 to my city. Really? For sure. Mm. Yeah. That's I think that's one of my favorite Drake songs, like, period. Okay. 305 okay. to my city. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Also, I really love um uh Worst Behavior. I love that that's I also love that song because like the first half of the song, he just he's just repeating the same thing over and over and over again like he's just saying the same thing and then the song actually starts like two minutes in or something like that he like he like actually starts like rapping like real yeah. verses like two minutes in it's like a warm-up yeah the first half he's just hold up hold my phone like there's just repeating mm. that like mm. over and over and over and i love that the video <laughs> is so is so good yeah i didn't watch any videos from this album actually like, uh i've only watched Hold on, we're going home, and mm. and this one I think and mm. started from the bottom. Nice, nice. That's it. Um, so the cool thing about this album, it won album of the year for the BET Awards, uh, BET Hip Hop Awards, and the Juno Awards. It won Rap Recording of the Year. So it it had it was nominated for a few other things too, mm-hmm. and uh, just didn't win them. But uh, uh, it was number uh, two in the UK's uh, Billboard 200, and it was mm. number one in the US. So. Well it, deserved, well honestly. Deserved. This album like really did some shit. You know, they were working on this like from two, like the beginning, like not beginning, but like in the midst of 2012 into 2013 when they dropped it. Yeah. So like they really put the work in there, and for it to be a third like album, pretty good. I think this was like at his his peak. Think, yeah, it sound, from what it sounds like, this is when Drake's really started getting his like actual shit together and like really making fucking bangers. You well, know? okay, his first like. Body of Work was technically, like, a mixtape, right? It was So Far Gone. Mm. That was the mixtape? Not quite sure. I think so. And then, like, he had one that... I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one that that Miss Me is on. Mm. But, and then Take Care. Mm. What is that pop filter for me? <laughs> <laughs> and then this. No, but um, I think, like, at the by this point... Okay. This was, like... Drake at his peak because I don't even remember like what 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 did he put out after this album? Actually, I'm curious. Oof. What did he put out after Nothing Was the Same? What was? Oh, it was Views, and the, Views was notorious for sucking. Mm. Like, okay. <laughs> um, 
Oh, well, technically it was if you're reading this, it's too late. Mm. But that was like a little like throwaway, like, mm, okay. although not really, like it, <laughs> it felt, it was like a throwaway, but it had like a lot of like stuff in it. <laughs> and actually really. there's a lot yeah, of there's like, some good material in well, there. that's the thing is like he, he put out music like, okay, so 2009, 2010, 2011, mm. 2013, 2015, and then again, 2015 with Future, that album, What a Time to Be Alive. Man was busy. And then Views. And then, yeah, he's just always putting out music. Um, but yeah, nothing was the same. Even like the my least favorite songs are like still like. Still good. Still good. Yeah. Still my least favorite songs to. are Connect and uh, Too Much. It's an album worth listening to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, I mean, especially when you're alone. Especially, especially when you're alone. And when you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the one that you can't listen to when you're driving is Take Care. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but nothing was the same. It's Yeah, it's one of my favorite albums, like, ever, of all time. It's very good. So good. Is it, like, top three, top five, top ten? Um, top five for sure. I don't know. I've never, like, narrowed it down to a top three. Mm. But top five, it's in there. It's definitely in there. Okay. It's okay. definitely in top five. Okay. I remember um, Pound Cake, that song, I would listen to just the instrumental. Like, I downloaded, like, like on my phone, yeah. like, just the instrumental version, because I was like, this is good, like, without just words. Just as is, yeah. It just as is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it, like, with the lyrics, but I'm like, this is, like, the best, like, like music, just music. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That I would just listen to the instrumental. Nice. Hmm. Well, that's how, that's how you know it's it's real good. Mm-hmm. If it gets that deep, if yeah. you can go that deep where you don't need the lyrics or anything like that, or like the vocals or anything like that. Yep. And this album's only an hour long, the deluxe version. That's interesting, actually. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, though, I'm used to, like, like albums being, like, 30, 40 minutes now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, when I hear an hour long, I'm like, oh, that must be an older album or something like that, because mm-hmm. I don't, you don't really see that. Yeah. You know? Um, do you have, like, a least favorite song? Honestly, like, I wouldn't say there's a least favorite song. I just had a good time. Because, like, I don't know, I just, it's, it was cool listening to this because I just took it in as, like, a body of work. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, let's see, if I, if I really had a pick, honestly. Do you want to look at the... Yeah, let me see the track list. The track list. It might be the language we connect. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Connect is my least favorite. Mm. Connect and what did I just say? Connect and and too much. Those are my least favorite ones. <clears throat> I can I can. Overall, if you had to give it a rating out of ten, what, what do you rate it? Like in your own personal personal taste? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It was slower than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's Drake. What was I expecting? It's what were you expecting? It's Drake. What, what was I expecting? Did I even like do my homework? Yeah. No, who, did I even know who I was listening to? <laughs> do you even know who Drake is? Do you? I have never heard "Don't Drake and Drive" until this podcast. Really? That was like a I've meme never like, heard forever. that. I've never heard that in my life. But you know that like Drake is known as like a simp. Oh, I know and, that. Like, but like, yeah, and I just I just chose to ignore. <laughs> you know, I just chose to just ignore that. You know, I was like, how bad? Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. I wonder if like people do like Drake and driving, and then like with the weekend playing, like as well, like inter- interchanging weekend and like Drake. Oh yeah, that you know Drake and the Weekend are in the same playlist like for sure. Also, whenever Drake and the Weekend have collabed, it's been so good. 
it's been so good. Nice. nice. Like they have a song um, that was on Take Care. It's called Crew Love. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Drake and the weekend together. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. It, I mean, overall, good album. I like go for the deluxe edition, of course. Mm-hmm. You know. Also, okay, like yeah, good album, favorite album, one of my favorites. Is it your favorite it. Drake album? Yeah. Oh Damn. yeah, favorite Drake album. Yeah. Yeah, you hear it, guys? She's putting it down on this one. All down on this uh-huh. one. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the one. Like for a while, it was. It when this first came out, it took me a while to. Because at the time, Take Care was my favorite. Mm-hmm. And, like, the more I listened to this and, like, the more I got the flavor for it, I was like, oh, no, this is, like, really good. Like, I can listen to this back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I did want to say is, like, kind of, like, staying on Drake, but, like, kind of a little bit off topic off the album. I do like how... I don't keep up with Drake anymore. I don't know what, like, really he's making these days. Like, I, I know, just him, not, and Le- him and LeBron were hanging out recently. That's good. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's good for them. Yeah, right? But back in the day, he was, like, really... He was known as this guy that put other artists on. Like, mm. like the the weekend. He put on The weekend. Like, the first time anyone, like, heard The weekend. Was through, was, Drake? was through Drake, and nice. then the weekend like blew up. I mean, I'm pretty sure like the weekend had fans like on his own, but like yeah, main, but... on a mainstream level, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Drake put him on, and he put on um, Party Next Door, which was another guy that like blew up for a while. Uh-huh. Magic Jordan, he put him mm-hmm. on. He put on um, that guy that was also big for a while. I love uh, McConan, mm-hmm. the one who got the club going up on a Tuesday. Oh, okay, that guy. Okay. That guy. Okay. And uh, on Tuesday guy. Okay. Even Fetty Wap. Like I'm sure. Again, Fetty Wap had fans on his own, but like I only heard Fetty Wap when they played him on the radio with the Drake feature. Mm, okay. And I always liked that about him. Uh, that was that pretty just, cool. That he would like mm. shine the 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 light on like other art because he knew how big he was, and like getting yeah. a Drake feature was like a yeah. big deal no for people. Yeah. People were, like will yeah. listen. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that was cool. Good for him, man. Good for him. Good for him, you know, being that guy. You know, that's important, you know. I guess, yeah, if you had that kind of platform, it's almost like your responsibility to, you know, spread the wealth to the smaller ones, you know, and turn them on. Yeah, well, it, that's, yeah, that's cool to do because, like, I don't, know, I don't know how many, like, how many, like, big names do do that. As long as know? he likes them, though. That's the thing. As long as he likes them, and these are not favors that he's, like, fulfilling he's for full, other people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, as long as he's cool with, like, like, these are people he genuinely likes, I, you know, that's awesome. It always, it, it did seem genuine to me. Like, it seemed like he, I mean, I don't know, right? I don't know his true mm. intentions. I don't know him personally, but it didn't feel like this, like, generic, like, hip-hop, song it felt like a genuine collab yeah, yeah. between two artists you know mm-hmm. and i always like that i really like that right on, right on. yeah great album yeah well that being said let's talk about mystic pizza let's talk about mystic pizza, mystic pizza guys so mystic pizza is a 1988 like or is a romantic comedy yes like it, it's it certainly like starts off romantic you know and then like the, the comedy throughout it and then at one point it just kind of takes a serious note and like it's just a, it's a, it's a cool movie, but like, okay, so it has Julia Roberts, let, let me read this cast real quick. I got the cast right here, actually. I'll read the cast. Because other than Julia Roberts, who the fuck's in this movie? Let me tell you. Uh, Annabeth Gish, uh, Lily Taylor, um, Adam Stork, you know, William R. Moses, uh, 
Conchata Farrell, who was like the pizza owner, like a. Wait, what was her name? Conchata, uh, Conchata Farrell. And that sounds tight. Right, what a cool name. But um, yeah, she was in it. Like, okay, I want to talk about her for a second. Like, the, the the owner, the, the pizza, pizza owner. owner. Like her arc. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like the premise of this movie is pretty much like you know Julia Roberts and her sister. And their friend mm-hmm. work at this pizza place, right? For, yeah. For Conchetta. Yeah, yeah. The, the owner. And, uh, and... It's basically, like, it's it's three young girls, like... Like, just recently graduated. Late teens, early 20s-ish. Mm-hmm. They work in a pizza parlor, and it's kind of like... It revolves around their love lives, right? Their love lives and their time working in the pizza All parlor. Their love lives. And, and then also the pizza... Like you said, the pizza mm-hmm. parlor it's owners. It's a, uh-huh. it's a local pizza gig. Mm-hmm. Or pizzeria, I guess. And, yeah, like, yeah. it's not... Ha- it doesn't have the best business, and they're, like, banking on, like, a... Tourism. A tourism yeah. on, like, on a, like, a food critic uh-huh. to come in and, like, review them and, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, but, yeah, the owner's just being stubborn. She's like, hey, you know, they'll come if they'll, if they'll fucking come. You yeah, know? They, yeah. She's like, the pizza speaks for itself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, very proud of, like, she's the tradition very, of the pizza. Yeah, and the recipe's off the chain, but she doesn't tell anyone. Uh-huh. She's just, like, to herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck's in the pizza? Yeah. You know? Should we go, like, arc by arc, maybe? <laughs> like... <laughs> So the overlying I think that's a good way to like <laughs> is like this this pizza place, right? Uh-huh. Like it's just like throughout the entire movie, it's like from the get go, we know like okay, the girls work at this pizza place, uh-huh. and it's a dump, you know, it's yeah, not yeah. not the best, you know, but they love it, yeah, and they're like faithful to the job, yeah, yeah, and they're hard workers, and they're hard. <laughs> these these work. girls are hard workers. They're hard working. They made us. They made it like a real team in this movie. <laughs> like they're a real. Yeah, team. I never saw any other employees other than like these girls, the are, guy who I'm assuming is her husband. Right, that's like or a like just like her, her, like her lead cook, you know, or her something lead like that. Cook. If it's a husband, that's awesome that he's washing the dishes. Yeah. Right. Other than that, it was the owner. Mm. Which her name? Her name was Lorna in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Lorna, that dishwasher cook mm-hmm. guy who I'm assuming we never really find out, but and I think that it's was her really husband. it, right? Like, yeah. Than, and then them three. Yeah. So five so, people. Very short staffed. Very short staffed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a two. Was it two stories? Am I tripping? I think it was one. Or was it just on the top floor? I think it was on the top floor. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so they've been working there, mm-hmm. and it's really not the best place, and they're, like, I think one of the, um, the one of the girls are, like, hey, you know, we should get, like, a, we su- should submit for, like, a food review. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And the, the owner kind of puts that to the side, and then the story really kicks in, mm-hmm. and that's when, like, their love life starts, like, when coming the, yeah, into, yeah, into yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we have the three. Okay, we are gonna have to look up the. I don't remember the names of the girls, but the girl that Julia Roberts plays is kind of like the main ish. Her name girl. is Daisy. Daisy, uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, Daisy, and then, and then Daisy has a sister. Her name is Cat. Cat. Yeah, and, and then, then Jojo is the friend. Jojo is the friend. So those are the three girls that work at the pizza place. Mm-hmm. And where? So should we start girl by girl? How should we? How do we do this? Who is? Okay, which who one? Who is my favorite girl? Who is your favorite girl? Yeah. Uh, is it Julia Roberts? Probably. It's Julia Roberts, right? It's Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. She it's called Julia it. Roberts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's no. just. I. I. Lo- I love like her character. Like how. I don't know. She. She wasn't like phased by. People thought she was like a slut. For yeah. some reason, and maybe like she was, but also like she, I feel like she carried herself like. With she, dignity. Yeah, she was you know? fine. And she was able to go to Yale, right? Like, she, like her and her mom got in a fight at the end of the movie because she didn't want to go to Yale. Oh, what? I missed that. Like, it was like a throwaway line, right? Or she said that because she's not going to Yale, 
you know, that, that's... Oh, shit. Yeah, at one point, like, they're getting in the truck or something like that, whatever the fuck they're going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, And her mom's, like, just pissed at her for, like, um, going to dinner with her boyfriend at the time. And, um, I guess, like, she's, she's like, uh, Julie Roberts says something about, like, uh, you know, you're mad at me because I'm, like, I'm not going to go or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. You know? And, like, so it implies that she's smart, you know? Or maybe she's talking about, like, her sister. Yeah, Actually, I, I think know. that's the, how she meant it, right? Mm-hmm. How, like... How she's yeah, not like her because si- her sister was going she's to Harvard, totally smart. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's 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 street smart. I think it was- <laughs> she's street smart. <laughs> like Cat is book smart, and then Daisy is is street smart. Well, let me tell you, Cat is not street smart. That girl got played. That girl got played. That was my least favorite arc. Like yeah. JoJo's arc, honestly, oh. should be my my least favorite arc. But Cat's arc is so disappointing. It, it was rough to watch. That girl got played. Okay, first off, let's also okay. that dad. They had no business casting him as let's the dad. Stop. Let's, we'll talk about the dad. Will get his own. Okay, we'll talk about the dad. They that, had no business we'll talk about casting that, that okay. man. We'll talk about the dad later. And you, like, watch this movie, and you'll understand what we're talking about when we yeah. say the dad. Okay, the dad. the dad is hot. You're just gonna cast this, and you're just here's the dad. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's talk about Julie Robinson. We'll talk about the dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, I thought it was just me. I'm so glad you say that because I was no, when I no, saw the dad. Dude, I was oh my like, god! No, oh. okay, we're getting ahead of it. Let's talk about it later. Okay, oh, this, 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 okay. I, I have so much to say about this dad. There's so <laughs> much to say about him. <laughs> I have so much to say. You know, and we're gonna start with the jawline when we get there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Julia Roberts' character is like she finds like this fucking like okay they're in a bar mm-hmm. one night. Julia, yep. like uh, yeah, so yeah. It's Daisy, Cat, uh, and Julia, and JoJo, and JoJo, and JoJo, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're in a bar. They're kind of hanging out. And mm-hmm. this fucking white dude who's, like, like in his early 20s and all that uh-huh. comes in with, like, a hot shot. And he's, like, he just finds some random guy. He's dressed, like, in, in a suit he's or something vi- like that. So he comes in with, like, a little group. Like, it's him, another dude, and two girls, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they all, they look preppy. Yeah, like, they're all they preppy. They look, like, too preppy for the bar that they're in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then... Go ahead. So the guy comes in, when, you know, with his group, and he's like, you know, Mr. Big Dick Daddy, and he's like, I bet you I can hit three bullseyes on <laughs> these starts. Mr. Big Dick Daddy. Mr. Big Dick Daddy with a fucking coat. He's like, I bet you I can get three bullseyes on this dartboard in a row, and he, and to like this is some random guy, uh-huh. you know, this random like dude at the bar. Just, yeah, just walks up to the guy that was just playing, relaxing, playing darts, and he's yeah. like, Hey, I bet you I can get three bullseyes in a row. And the guy's like, Make it fifty bucks and drink a shot in between each shot, each shot of a. Of the dark, uh-huh. you know, and so he does that. He makes two in a row, mm-hmm. misses the third, and loses fifty bucks like a bitch. But he he misses the third because he looked at Julia Roberts and made eye contact Bro, he with like, her, like, and he, then like was instantly taken aback by her beauty, by her I don't know. But he looked at loser. Julia Roberts. No. See, that's how if I was Julia Roberts, I would have been like, "Fuck this guy, <laughs> fuck this guy, fuck this guy." Can't get three in a row, and he comes in hot like that. <laughs> Acting like he's hot shit. Who does that? But also, wouldn't you be flattered because the reason he missed no. the shot was because he was taken aback by, by no. her beauty. No, I'd be like, you fucking, you can't, weak. You can't be like clutch? You You're not clutch? Like, how are you going to come up like that and not be clutch? <laughs> and not, like, fulfill the bet that yeah, you just Yeah, come made. on. See, like, no. That, see, that turns me off because I'm just like, okay, yeah, big deal. You could have done, you did two, but you didn't do three. And you came yeah. in saying you can do three, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you come in, like, being hot shit, now you look like an idiot and you lost 50 bucks. And you, yeah. And what, because you looked at me? Lame. You know what? You're right. You're right. If anything, if you looked at me, you should be able to do it. But it is flattering a little bit. Ah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not impressed. Like you're the. You're the I was not impressed by Julie Roberts' pick. Like I was. I was not impressed by this guy. He looked like an asshole to me. I'm like. Mm. He did come in with like. He came in hot. Yeah. And he kind of like was like. 
I mean, yeah, the, the last scene ended like with them like kind of making up, mm-hmm. you know. But the scene before that wasn't flattering either, you know. The scene before the last where scene? Where he was at, or like where they were together at his family's house. Oh, yeah. yeah. So point is, this like she finds this guy at the bar, and mm-hmm. you know he's trying to make like he's trying to you know show her off, uh-huh. and like they start talking and and whatnot. Yeah, I think he invites her to like a game of pool. Mm-hmm. And they play. She's like really good. And then that's See, it. That's the other thing that turned me off. The fact that this guy's like, you know, I'm I'm just good at darts, but I suck at pool. And Julia Roberts carried that team. <laughs> you are like very like passionate about this I'm guy's bar this etiquette. Guy. I'm like, hating on this guy. No, his bar etiquette's ass, bro. <laughs> like it's ass. He's ass, dude. Like, like I would not go out. I to would the bar not. With co- him. No. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. No. I would not. Fuck this guy. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. I wouldn't go. Out, okay. Yeah. The, I wouldn't go out with someone that walks into the bar and like starts making bets about. Uh, yeah. Didn't even say hi. Uh. Yeah. He just come. Like, bro. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That's lame. Like, yeah, that's it's not good. Yeah, it's I don't like good. that guy. So okay, <laughs> so that's Julia Roberts and her boo. Let's talk about the dad. Let's talk about the dad. Okay, so basically, so the dad is is basically Cat's potential love interest. Mm-hmm. So again, Cat is Daisy's sister. Now they again, all these girls like these three girls work at a pizza parlor, mm-hmm. you know. But also, Cat's trying to get some like part time cash. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying Good. to grind. And Kat's like a genius. She got yeah. into Harvard, right? Like she's going. Is it Harvard to get one of the two? Like, I think it's Harvard. Either way, she's she's in. She's, she's in, in yeah. Ivy League, you know. Ivy um, League. But she's turning. She's trying to turn that mindset into a grind set, guys, and get some extra cash. Okay, <laughs> so she's taking a babysitting gig, and uh-huh. you know she finds this uh, this adorable kid with the uh-huh. hottest dad. The hottest, like this dad is like in his. He's like twenty seven or something like that, or like early thirties, you know. But he's ripped, and he's like he's wearing tall. His jawline, glasses, his hair, great hair. He's got like that tone of he, voice of like, oh yeah. He's an architect. Yeah, like he's, he's like building his so own house right now. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's like a dream. Yeah, and apparently, so he's married, but his wife is abroad or something. She's yeah, she's away, like right? doing something. Yeah, know, I forgot what it was, but point is, she was not there. She no. was not there. Like, she was away somewhere. So it's just the dad and, and his daughter. And, and he Kat. needs some help. And, and Kat. Yeah. So Kat, he hires Kat because yeah, he needs some help. Officially babysitting now. Mm-hmm. And she's babysitting between, like, going to the, going to the, this pizza gig. Uh-huh. And, like, Kat, you know, as young girls do, start mm-hmm. falling for super hot fucking dads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yep, yep, yep. And about this guy and tries to, like, tries to get with him. And... Do you want to say it? Or do you well, wanna... okay. At, at first, it seems like their relationship seems just super platonic. Yeah. Like, it, it does start well, off. Well, okay. It starts off, it like. It starts off with, like, Kat looks at him romantically, but mm. the dad keeps it, like. Like, at PG, first, yeah. It's, respons- it's pretty, like, responsible yeah. dad. Responsible, responsible hot dad, dad shit, like, you know. I, in fact, it doesn't seem to me like the he's dad. He's interested at all. It seems like he's, like, clueless to it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't until. The wine. But what happened first, the sweater or the wine? Because remember, Ooh. he he he's like, here, take this. It's chilly one night. See that one, I can get, I can like look behind. But the wine, I can't look behind. You know. No, no, yeah, the wine is is, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's very forward. Isn't this chick like uh, like under the age of twenty one? I know she's over eighteen because they yeah. graduated high school. Yeah, but she's definitely not of drinking. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm assuming she's not. But they go to the bar. But Actually, the, okay, maybe yeah, the point. bar doesn't care. Point. Maybe it's like the town that. It's one of those, yeah. 
Maybe it's one of those. Maybe it's one of those. But yeah, point well, is. I think even the sweater though was like because he, it's not he. It's not like he just. You're telling me that's the only sweater he had, the one that he took off his back. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he I, have given I, her I another sweater. In arms length. <laughs> I would, like if you really wanted to keep a professional professional you've been like oh tough shit kid. oh cat wait wait let me give you a sweater and then you bring down a sweater <laughs> no you're like fuck you kid you he like repair. ran down to her he caught her like at the staircase and then he takes off the like the sweater off his own back and gives yeah, so it to like, her those things right there it's like oh what yeah that's like the first like mm-hmm. signs that I got of the dad like starting to hit on cat mm-hmm. but before that it like kept you know it's interesting because like it seemed like the dad was like not interested, and then he was interested when I saw the wine, and then, like, before, like, the final thing, mm-hmm. it seemed like he wasn't interested. They were just kind of, like, chilling, like, with his daughter, like, listening to music. But you know what's interesting, too? I don't know if you remember, at some point, Kat is brushing the girl's hair. Uh-huh. I think it's the night that he gives her the sweater. Okay. She She's putting the girl to bed, and the girl says something about, like, um... Something about, like, oh, my parents aren't getting a divorce. I don't know if you remember that. Oh. Like, she mentioned something no, that, I don't remember that. Uh-uh. makes the viewer think that maybe their marriage isn't, like... The best. The best. Oh, and I maybe mean, that's why the dad starts, you know? Maybe they had, like, some kind of talk. Rocky marriage means best hope. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. <laughs> get some hot dad dick, some- bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go around here. <laughs> She was going for that hot dad dick. She really was, though. She mm. really was. And who could blame her? Yeah, dude. I mean, she was great with the kid. You know, the dad just, you know, yeah. fucked it. You know? And then, She's like, you know, this, this guy is I mean, hot dad, good dad, smart dad. Smart dad, responsible dad. Responsible dad. dad you know? Like, successful man. He's yeah. an architect. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's not to like? What's not to like about him? And then, there, so their story culminates in basically one night, and this is after the wine, they go out, or is it the same night as, as the wine? No, this is a different night. After the like, wine. This is a whole different night. They know? go out, like, they lay out a blanket yeah. on the grass, and they it, look at the stars or something. Yeah. And then they kiss. No, well, okay, like, weren't they, like, looking at stars, and then they went into, like, that unfinished part of his house? Mm. That was, like, in, like, kind of, like, an attic-like, and they heard, like, a, a noise, and they were like, oh, it's a ghost, remember? You know? And then, like, as soon as that ended, like, he pulled her, like, to him. Oh, that's right. And then that's... Like, he pulled her to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they were like, oh, you hear that noise? They're, like, kind of joking around, being like, oh, you know, you're like, that, yeah, that scary yeah, thing yeah. Remember that we were joking about, right? Yeah. Uh, inside joke, inside joke. And he's like, yeah, that's hot. Pulls her, kisses her, and then they fuck. You know? <laughs> Is that the same night, then, that it starts, like, raining? Yeah. And they run back in? Yeah. So okay, yeah, that was crazy because right? like the, thi- the all this time it's like okay, like I, like I was thinking like oh they're not gonna hook up, you know this uh-huh. dad. I don't think even though I just saw all that stuff, it doesn't seem like this dad's gonna do it, you know. And he does it, and then he does it, and then he and does the it. Same night he does it, his wife returns oh. from abroad, and he just like I felt so bad they were for like Kat. oh my god, oh. dude, like yeah, him and Cat were just like in the glow of like they were kissing, like yeah. doing that like that talking kissing shit that like yeah. that just. That just fucked That just fucked, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Post-fucking kissing, yeah. That post-fucking kissing, like, she was on cloud nine. And he was also like, oh, it's got my dick wet, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then the wife comes, dude. Oh, The wife comes. It's not just Kat that comes, it's the wife. It's not just Kat that comes, it's the wife that comes, too. And the dad is just speechless. Like, they're like, okay, so, like, the dad and Kat are, like, running into, like, this cabin to, like, seek... Like, refuge in this, like, uh-huh. this cabin, right? Or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And 
like the dad is like shielding Cat from under his like raincoat, and he's uh-huh. like holding her too, like yeah, yeah. above the like above the shoulders and all that. And he walks in, sees like the wife, and also Jojo, the friend of uh, of uh, uh, Julie Roberts and 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 Cat. Um, they uh, Jojo's there, like watching the kid. Actually, oh yeah, that's that what happened, right? Like she's at like she's at their house because Jojo was doing a favor for Cat. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jojo was there. Yeah, yeah Jojo yeah, was yeah. there. Like, so, oh my God. So, even Cat was a bad babysitter at the end of it. Yeah. And the dad was a bad dad at the end of it, too. They just left the, they just left a this stranger. girl. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. They really, like, let the passion get in the way. Yeah. But then, okay. So then Cat comes back. Cat comes back. And, and the, the wife is The wife back. is there with Jojo and, uh-huh. and the kid. And they see, like, you know. And then, so the dad, just they're act, just taking it back, and then they just act normal. Like, nothing just like happened. Like, nothing happened. That, yeah. The Cat's just kind of standing there. Uh-huh. The dad is just speechless. Doesn't say any, anything to her. Yeah. They walk out. Jojo and Cat walk out. And Jojo's like, the whole time Jojo was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she I was like, damn, I know fucking Mike was bad, but what the fuck? And that was, that part took me out. She was like, damn, Cat, like, I thought I had it real heavy shit. <laughs> Imagine like you just got your heart broken like that, and your friend is driving you like, home. What the fuck? And instead of comforting you, your friend's like, "Damn, I thought I had it like, bad, but your you problem, had, this bro. is you're, fucked. You're marrying a marriage. You're some you're, fucked you're, up you're, shit. You're, you're brooding marriage is yeah. here. Like, oh my god. <laughs> that that part was funny. She's that like, was so funny. I didn't funny. Even know what to do, man. She walked oh in my and god. I, like, she walked in the door. I just all I saw was a stranger. Yeah. I was scared. <laughs> That was like, on, oh my god, I kind of forgot about that, but that was one that of like, was the, the best parts. Part of the movie. Was JoJo's reaction to everything? She's like, that is some heavy shit, cat. She was like, what the I f- thought I had it bad. Yeah, you guys should just watch it for that because the scolding alone is. <laughs> <laughs> and the funniest thing when she's like, I thought Mike was bad, but what the fuck? But what the fuck? <laughs> Like, JoJo doesn't even have the words yeah, to, like, comfort her to calm her down. She's just sitting here and like, what the fuck? And, like, and Cat's oh just, like, just staring. Yeah. Oh, my God. Poor Cat. She was Kat. so sad. She, she was, was going so through sad. it. I felt bad. I remember when she got home. And then, like, that was that was when she was supposed to cover Daisy's shift, right? Yeah. yeah. And then she didn't do that. So then Daisy was giving her attitude when she yeah. got home. Dude, Cat was like, why are you being a bitch? Uh-huh. I was yeah, like, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thank God Julia Roberts slapped the shit out of her. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, because like honestly, like it was just like, oh, cat, you fucking bitch. Like, no, how okay, could you? but then remember when when she gets home? Actually, I think that was another. Because I remember when when cat gets home after like that betrayal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember, Daisy is giving her shit for like, why did you use my brush? Oh yeah, yeah. The betrayal. Okay, she like yeah, because yeah. she ditched. Daisy for like a night of just hanging with the dad before they fucked. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, why yeah. Daisy was upset. You know? Yeah, and then the night where they fucked, and the dad just the night of the betrayal, of the betrayal, and then Cat gets home, Kat and then home. Daisy gives her shit. Yeah, and then Cat is like just unresponsive to it. And, she, and being a good sister that Julie Roberts she, is, and like she goes and checks in on her anyway. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Cat just breaks down, and like that's when I really felt so bad yeah. for her. That's when like you know. Oh my god, imagine because she like has been crushing on this dad for forever and yeah, it's the young night love that too. they find and it's yeah. young love. Yeah, she's like a teenager. Time. It's probably like, like her first it's time. It's probably her first time. For, yeah, now that I think about it, she's probably I mean, They don't like, really say it, but like, you know, the, <clears throat> Julia Roberts did throw a condom at her and was like in the beginning uh-huh. of the movie it was like it's for, for the boys, you know. Yeah, so yeah, implying yeah, yeah. that she doesn't know how to use it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she didn't say anything other than like 
Like, oh my god. Come you know? to think of it, Kat was probably like a virgin, maybe, right? Probably. That dad is disgusting. That dad, man. And then she gets home and she just starts bawling. Yeah. She's like, why does it hurt so much? Like, yeah. oh my god. I remember having your heart broken for the first time? It sucked, And bro. you're just like, why does it feel like this? Like, yeah. you just wanted to stop. Like... Oh, I can only sympathize with her. Like, damn, young, like young. Well, that's heartbreak. gotta be like the hardest because it's like that's an adult. That's like a majestic mm-hmm. creature at that point. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like this like unreachable thing yeah. that you did reach, yeah. and now you can't have it. Oh yeah, no, it's like anything too. It's like you know, young love from those eyes. You know, uh-huh. like they don't recognize it like that. You yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah, and yeah. But, but yeah, man, that her thing was fucked. Yeah, but we'll talk. We'll, we'll recap it at the we'll end about, it. about her arc because her arc, like the way it ends, <clears throat> is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But um, on to JoJo. JoJo, JoJo and Mike. JoJo and Mike. So, so the movie starts with JoJo. Remember? Yeah, yeah. It starts at JoJo's wedding. So JoJo gets married. <laughs> JoJo gets married at the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other girl, JoJo, she gets. She's. It starts with her wedding with yeah. Mike, and she passes out. Like, she faints at the wedding. And then the next thing we know is that she's the talk of the town. Her and Mike are the talk of the town. That, like, they're making fun of Mike because, like, she doesn't want to marry him. She couldn't go through with it. Mm. You know? And the, her their whole thing throughout the movie is, like, JoJo's not ready to get yeah. married. Like, Mike really, really wants to get married Okay, already. these are kids. These are kids. Yeah, they're, like, 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. maybe, you know? Yeah. Like, they're young, and <clears throat> Mike's just, like, not trying to fuck before marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. Respect, you know? But also... But they do, though. They they have, right? Did they? I... But Mike's biggest thing is, like, the fact that he doesn't want to keep fucking. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, he wants they, to tie If they the already knot. fucked, you know, if they already fucked, he wants to make it official. You know? Yeah, he, like, really, like, is really religious, right? Yeah. And, like, that's a thing that, like ways on him is yeah. that like you know god's watching and like god's we're, watching and we I'm not gotta to, do this we gotta yeah i'm not trying to cash this check right now you know mm-hmm. but like um yeah and that's that's their biggest thing is like that you know they're perfect for each other but like the whole sexual chemistry i guess you know mm-hmm. or like you know fucking before marriage or after marriage and all that stuff yeah so like uh jojo's like i, I want to just fucking get it i just want to fuck bro yeah jojo's just trying to like get some dick bro i get it she really yeah She's she's just trying to get some dick, and Mike is like trying to make it official. Yeah, well, because like again, like their relationship's pretty good, and JoJo's just like, come on, can we just have fun? Mm-hmm. And then at some point, like Mike stops wanting to fuck. Like he just doesn't yeah. want to have puts sex. It down, yeah. He puts it down. He doesn't want to have sex anymore. Um, and he does do that fucked up thing. Of, he does. Like, okay. See, this is why. Okay, I would not have married this man. Uh just from this alone. Yeah. You know, so there's one incident where <clears throat> JoJo's like, hey, yo, you know, I want to fuck. And Mike's like, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So it ends up with them not fucking. Yeah. And the next day, like, Mike's on, like, Mike's at well, work. Well, it ends up with, like, more than that, right? Their parents, Well, your like, parents walk them. in. But the point is they don't fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, they don't fuck. Yeah, they don't fuck. You know? <laughs> and, um, and the next day, Mike is, like, at work on, like, this fishing, like, boat. Uh-huh. And they put a sign on top, like, on the front of the boat that says Nympho. Uh, as, as JoJo's walking by, they paint the words "nympho" yeah, on the boat. on the front and in the back of the boat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and because of that, JoJo's like, "I'm breaking up with this fucker." You know. Yeah, like I'm. Oh yeah, she's like, "I'm done." Yep. It's the '80s, and I don't have to marry you if I don't want to. She makes like a big show, and like people clap for her. Yeah, and stuff, and um, yeah. So you you like you know where they stand. Like JoJo's just like trying to live her life. Mm-hmm. She just she just wants some dick. 
and then and and Mike is trying to make this thing real, trying to make it official. He says to her like he says something along the lines of like when you love someone you marry them. You 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 tie it down. Mm. You you know you make it official. But you just want my dick and I'm done or something like that. Mm. that that's what he said when he goes by on the boat and the words nympho are painted on it, right? Mm. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember if he said that exactly, but I remember it was like along those lines. Yeah, it was like along those lines, Mm. and um, and then yeah, again JoJo gets pissed off. She goes on a spiel about I have to marry you if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Da 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 da. And um, the whole I mean, their conflict is very straightforward. Yeah, they break up, and then through the (laughs) the and after like you know the whole thing with Cat happens, you know. Jojo was like, fuck, after that, I guess I might as well get back with Mike. He wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after she sees, uh-huh, that's what turns her, that's right? What, yeah, that's what turns her back. She's like, fuck, oh dude, after, if this is my future. Bro. If I have to deal with this kind of shit, I don't even want to put it up to chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to fuck. that guy. Yeah. We'll get married, and then we can fuck all I want. <laughs> I forgot. That was the turning point for her. That was, like, what made her, like, th- yeah. th- that's what convinced her. She was her. like, oh, fuck, no, I don't want to deal with any hot dads and, and their fucking oh wives. My God. You know, I just want to fucking get married and just You're get so rammed. right. I, I would watch the movie for that scene alone. That yeah. scene is the best. That scene is so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, like, a like a turning point in her arc. Yeah. That was, like she saw- <laughs> that was a turning point in everyone's arc. Yeah. <laughs> that affected, like, not only, like... Her arc, but going back to the pizza parlor. Going, uh huh. So yeah. she starts sucking at her job, and everyone's uh-huh. like, "Oh, fucking cat." Yeah, we're sorry. she gives them like an uncooked pizza. She like mm-hmm. brings out an uncooked pizza at a table, and, and then as she's bringing out that uncooked pizza, like the fucking owner of the pizza parlor is saving her ass, you know, like uh-huh. switching it out with actual cooked <clears> pizza. <throat> and yeah, then yeah. as like cat is like walking around, her doing her rounds, she finally she, she sees the food critic there that just. Suddenly, he's now at Mystic Pizza, uh-huh. and, and like he's just he's like a well-known crit, like critic, kind of like the Ratatouille guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he has like a, a he orders a whole ass pizza mm-hmm. and only eats like a quarter of it, and is like I'm done. You know? Yeah, and just yeah, goes yeah. goes away, goes writes his review, and yeah, and Cat's like, you don't want anything else? And he's you like, don't no. you want a box to go? And you he's like, it? fuck no. Yeah, you know, he just like takes yourself. a bite and like leaves. Yeah, kind of very much like Ratatouille. Ratatouille much, probably yeah. got it from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this critic inspired this food I critic inspired all the other ones. It was really cool, like seeing the owner of the shop be like, "Oh, the critic's here. Fuck this guy. Just take whatever pizza. It's ready." Yeah, like she, not trying to like. Yeah, it was the girls that were trying to like yeah. kiss his ass. And like, yeah, and the owner was just like, "Oh, he's I, here." I yeah. like that about Lorna that she was just always confident about her pizza. Yeah, she was like, like, "Yeah, this is the best pizza." Like, yeah, she because the I think Cat was like, "Make the best Mystic pizza you can," and she's like, she's "Take like, anyone." Take your pick. Yeah, and just like that confidence. I love that. That yeah. confidence right there. I say no. Yeah, it's fucking good pizza. Yeah, or good anything. Honestly, anyone yeah. who, has, who exudes that kind of confidence, like yeah, just take yeah. your favorite looking yeah, one. Yeah. You know. I love that. Yeah. I love I love Lorna. She's yep. such a good character. So she fucking kills it. The the critic is like, yeah, this pizza is fucking mystic indeed. Yeah. You know? yeah fucking yeah. phenomenal shit. And then the pizza parlor gets popular and yeah, it like eventually what happens is like Jojo and Mike get married. Uh-huh. Um they hold a they hold a like little um uh, they have a wedding uh-huh, at, yeah, at, at the, the pizza parlor. And, um, but before that, remember, Kat also gets a visit again from the dad. Was it before or after? Pizza. Either way, like, like after the, the critic, you know, the dad comes back uh-huh. into, the, um, into the scene, into the parlor, and he's like, 
hey, you know, I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm we're moving. leaving. And then Here's he gives her check, like a check. This check for Yale or Harvard or wherever the fuck uh-huh. you're going. I, you know, it's pretty It's pretty expensive. He's like buying her silence. Yeah. He like, he like bought her so silence. Fuck. He's like, thanks for the fuck. Not keep your mouth shut. Ugh. You know. And, and then Kat takes the check, goes in the kitchen and rips it up. Which honestly, thank God. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah, you better rip it up. Because honestly, you can't take fuck money like that. You can't take it. I, I think it would have been better if she like refused it. Mm-hmm. Like to him. What if she was like take it, like she saw like the wife like in the car and like hey you know this, you know when your husband giving you this money you know if she would have just that would have been, that been Oscar worthy shit. shit right there maybe like she didn't because the kid was there too and she also cares about the girl like yeah. the girl what like, a bitch though what a, what, what a not the kid but but the, but the dad <laughs> but the dad bringing, bringing in the daughter the, ugh, yeah and just I thought being, that too what the fuck what bro? the fuck was what that the fuck? I didn't fuck like that, that guy. <laughs> You know, just because you're a hot dad doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. Yeah, that doesn't excuse you. Yeah, that doesn't excuse you. Hot dad doesn't mean you can do fucking, like, like, I don't know, shitty things. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, so that's where their thing ends, right? Yep. Is he gives her a check and she rips it up. And to do for Julie Roberts thing. So Julie Roberts and her guy. <laughs> we like, like barely talk about Julie Yeah, because her guy is annoying. Like, I'm, I'm Yeah, her. well, her, there's not much to like her story. She dates a guy, like a rich dude. Yeah. Like a, a, a this, junior. This rich dude is charming, but he's got, he's working on daddy's money and he's mm-hmm. not working for anything. He dropped he out got, of college. He, he got he, expelled from school for well, cheating. He oh, oh. He yeah. said, I think he like, his story that he tells people is that he he was taking a break, mm. but the real story is that he cheated, like, and he got expelled. Yeah. He got, like, so he's just, I don't know, vacationing yeah. for the time. He's just trying to piss off his parents. Yeah, is and what he's, he's doing, doing it. And he's doing it. Yeah, so, like, him and Julia Roberts are hanging out there in the entire movie, pretty much, mm-hmm. and, um... So, towards the end, they go to dinner with his family, exactly. right? Exactly. They go to dinner with his family, and he... It's just an asshole. He's an asshole to his family for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. he's just makes, like, a fool of himself. And then Julia Roberts, like, gets pissed off. She runs out. And she's like, you know, you're just using, like, you do even like me. You're just using me to piss off your family. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they don't really see each other. Until the end. Until the wedding. Until, he yeah. shows up at the wedding. Right? And, um... Do you remember how they resolved their thing? Does he was he like, just, I'm sorry, yeah. He and just Julie, apologized. And Julia Roberts was like, do you like chocolate ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> so that's like where their thing ends. And yeah, and that's pretty much it, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is like uh, the owner of Mr. Pizza ends up paying for Kat's um, school. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Which is so sweet. Yeah. Honestly, that was yeah. so sweet. Yeah. And yeah, that was essentially the movie, huh? That was the movie. Yep. What a good movie. Yeah, what a, what a good like little like I, I just I didn't even know that movie existed. Right. It never showed up on like my Netflix. So as far as love affairs go, is it that or is it Brokeback Mountain? Uh, like the juiciest ones. Yeah. Um. I mean, Brokeback, Brokeback yeah. dude, that's forbidden. Let's get into love. it. Let's that's, get into it. Oh shit! What a movie, guys! What a movie! I've never seen like, this movie. Brokeback is watch this movie. Brokeback is just—it's a classic watch for this a reason. Movie. It's so damn good. Also, pause this podcast right now and watch that movie before we spoil the yeah, shit. Just yeah, yeah. do it, man. The Seriously. acting is so damn good. It's so sad, and honestly, also they had the budget, bro. They had a budget, bro. Oh my god, those who wouldn't fall We're in talking love? About a budget, bro. Who wouldn't <laughs> fall in love in the fucking mountains in those of Brokeback mountains, Who wouldn't fall in love? You're turning in those gay. Mountains. You're turning whatever you want, bro. Whatever You're it is. You're turning. Anything. 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 You're turning into a can of beans. <laughs> you're turning into the sheep. The sheep. Fuck you're, it, bro. You're, do, you're, you're doing turning it. into the leather suit. 
you're doing it. You're doing it up mm-hmm. there. You're fucking. You're fucking. I don't care what you. Those mountains are no so choice. beautiful. You have no choice. You can't do it. Wait, uh, have you seen that tweet? That's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's like Jake Gyllenhaal didn't take it raw with a. <laughs> Like after he didn't take it raw, like after eating a, a can of beans in the mountains for you to for you guys to not give him an, an Oscar or some shit like that. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Jake Gyllenhaal should get an Oscar. Uh, that role is so good for him. Like, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is great. The, honestly, and what a cast! It's like high key, like an all star cast. I didn't know Anne Hathaway was in it. <laughs> Anne Hathaway, Kate Mara, uh, that girl that played Velma in Scooby Doo. I never that remember girl that, that actually. Velma, fuck yeah. But yeah, it's such a good movie. Um, the wife, the wife of Heath Ledger, I forget mm. her name too, but she's also in a bunch of stuff. But I mean, Brokeback Mountain. So basically, um, what are their names? Jack Twist and Ennis Del Mar. Yeah, yeah. They meet one summer. They're working herding sheep up in a mountain. Things get steamy. Things get Jack heavy. Jack and, and Heath and Ernest. Huh? Heath is uh, Ernest Del Mar. Uh huh. And Jack is. <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, um, Jake John Hall is a Jack Twist. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And um, they fall in love up in the mountains. Yeah, they just they're just there to make money for the summer. For just one summer, but it turns into a a hot summer. A uh, hot boy slinging dick summer. Uh huh. They're yep. slinging dick. So basically, but like the conditions are kind of fucked. Again, like how do you not fall in love in this condition? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a couple like just two dudes and their company with a bunch of livestock and dogs mm-hmm. and like they're just. Surviving in pretty gnarly conditions. Yeah. So, like, they're bonding for sure, you know. So, basically, one night, Ennis Del Mar gets too drunk to go back down and check on the sheep. So, yeah. he's like, I'm just going to sleep up here. Yeah. But it's, like, a really freezing. rough night. It's freezing, freezing. And, like, he can't, like, he's going to freeze to death out there. So, yeah, and, Jack Twist and is, no like, homo. coming to He's tent. not sleeping in that tent. But then he turns homo. But then he turns homo from <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, one night sleeping in the tent together. Yeah, it's just they too just cold. Go, yeah, dude, no, Jake Gyllenhaal went for it. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal went for it. Yeah, Jack. He went for it. Yeah. I thought he was gonna fuck Ennis Del Mar, but he's like, no, like, he's like you're fucking me, bro. You're fucking me. Give me that dick. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. He me. spread it. He he's, spread it. He spread them cheeks he's, so he did, fast. He did it. Yeah, and he did it. And like it was just so crazy because like it just <clears> suddenly <throat> just happened, and you know it was just mm-hmm. like a bond that was just like. Like instant, uh-huh. and like as soon as they started fucking, like they were just having fun. Yeah, yeah. And like, like they spent pretty much the entire summer up there from that point on, just like kind of having fun. Yeah. Uh, the guy who's like whose livestock they're watching eventually catches on mm-hmm. and sees them through binoculars. And at one point, when they have to go down from from this hill that they're they're taking, taking <laughs> care of the livestock because <clears> of <throat> the weather conditions, um, he notices that there's not many sheep left. From from them watching it, mm-hmm. the, the the livestock, the livestock, and um, he like fires them. He's he like, fires he's them. Like, I know what you guys were doing up there. Yeah, you know, he's like, I don't, pay, yeah, I don't pay you to to have fun. You know, <clears throat> to have fun, I pay you to watch the sheep. Yeah, and Ernest and Jack kind of go their separate ways after that because Ennis like, or Ennis, okay, Ennis, Ennis or Ennis, Ennis, I think, yeah, Ennis, Ennis Delmar, Ennis. Heath I remember that's how you say Heath it. Ledger. Ennis. Look, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Jake Gyllenhaal go their separate ways mm-hmm. after that, and like it's really <laughs> emotional for them both, you know. And so basically, they go they go their separate ways. Ennis already had a girlfriend before. What's all her this. name? Alma. Yeah, yeah. So he already had a girlfriend before all before of this. And Jake going knew to Brokeback. Uh-huh. He, was, he knew he was home wrecking. Yeah, he knew he was home wrecking. And then after that summer, they each go their separate ways. So Jack Twist 
starts rodeoing mm-hmm. for money, right? He's trying to make some money. Yeah, so he starts rodeoing for money. Ennis Delmar goes back to Alma mm-hmm. and has a kid. Has a starts a family. Yeah, yeah they have a kid. Multiple kids actually, huh? Uh huh. Like two girls. And, uh, two girls. Jack <laughs> Twist in in rodeoing. He mm-hmm. meets Anne Hathaway. What was her name? Oh, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But he meets Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. and then like they fall in love and get married and. And then Anne Hathaway is is like a. Like the daughter of, of some like yeah some he, guy who like sells a bunch of like farming so he's supplies. like the biggest like tractor seller in yeah. Texas yeah. or something like that like he's he's rich he's a like Jack Twist marries into money and yeah exactly and through that um, he starts just yeah he starts getting more money and he looks he starts looking for um, for his ledger and eventually sends a postcard saying uh, Laureen. Hey, Lorraine. Lorraine. That's Anne Hathaway. Lorraine? Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. So, yeah, like, uh, eventually, like, as, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Lorraine, so Jack and Lorraine are married, you know, uh-huh. he sends a postcard to, to Ernest. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... Ennis. Ennis. Saying, let's fuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> saying... But he was saying... Let's get down to fuck. It was basically saying, like, we should go fishing sometime, mm-hmm. or, like, let's go to Brookback sometime. Yeah. You know? Just, you know? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. And, uh... <laughs> So, so he, he sends the postcard, and this is like years, like four later, years, four because years at later. this point, Ennis already has two girls. Two kids, yeah, you know. he's married for sure. He's got a job, and they live. Okay, remember how when the girls were babies, they lived like in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. at this point, they live in town. Yeah, so years he's later, on up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ennis Del Mar lives like with in an apartment with his wife and two girls. Mm-hmm. He gets this postcard. And loses it. And loses it. He's like, yeah, Jack, come here. Come here. So they meet up mm-hmm. at, like, so Jack's at place. his place. Yeah, he drives from Texas. From Texas to, to Ohio. Wy- Wyoming. Wyoming. Uh-huh, yeah, Wyoming. To Wyoming. Just to see his mans. Uh-huh. And, and <laughs> the first, the first time that they see each other, Ennis Del Mar, like, pushes him up against the wall and just violently. kisses him. Violently. Just and not his violently, wife, like, like, immediately sees Oh, yeah, they're them. fucking reckless, bro. They're like, fucking they're, reckless. They don't care who's... They're like, yeah. oh, bro, I haven't seen you in four years. My dick is hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You know that, that dick was hard. Like, he could not it wait. He throbbing. Could not, he didn't care who was watching. Mm-hmm. Like, he did it, like, right across the... Like, his wife could see everything. Yeah, dude, yeah. And his wife did see everything. And she just kept it to herself. And she kept it to herself. Oh, I felt so bad for the wife. Yeah, dude. That's like, I, I felt so bad for that woman. So, yeah, and like she keeps it to herself, and this starts like a, a tradition, a tradition of like yearly or like mm-hmm. quarterly, however often they see each like other, regular regular fishing like trips, fishing trips, quote like, unquote, fucking, you know? yeah, yeah, trips to up to Brokeback Mountain to fuck to fuck, yeah, yeah. And that's what they're doing throughout the years, and Jack throughout the time is just like you know we could do this forever, mm-hmm. and and it's it's just like. No, I got, I got, I got, a I got life. life. I got, I got real work. Life, I got you know? kids. I got a and wife. And that's the thing. It's like Ennis is just like Heath Ledger's performance in this is so nice because it's just like you feel for the character so bad. You just tell he's feeling guilty. He's so shy. Yeah, you know? he doesn't know what's right from wrong. He's not. He didn't ask for this. It's kind of just happened. And. But that's the thing about love. It just kind of happens. And, and we, we kind of get, like, a little bit of an insight into, like, Ennis Delmar's childhood. Because yeah. remember, mm-hmm. his, like, some, the town where he grew up in, there mm-hmm. were two dudes that lived together. Gay ranchers, yeah. And they were. Gay ranchers that basically one of, they got killed, but one of them got, like. Like, pulled from his dick. Pulled from his dick and, like, mm-hmm. left in a ditch. And then 
Ennis Del Mar's dad took him to see the body. Yeah. And like, to, as a warning, like, oh, yeah. don't you be gay, you know, don't you turn out like this. So this is the scarring stuff for him. So this takes a like takes a toll on his character. Yeah. Through his adulthood, and he's just a quiet man, you know. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that had like like that guilt of like just like seeing that and just like knowing that like he's doing this thing that his like dad would have like. That age, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or just, like, even the fear of, like, even if, right? Even well, that's if what it, he was saying throughout the movie. It's like, they're going to kill us, you know. They'll like, yeah, yeah. They're gonna, we, we can get killed for this. Yeah, and, like, that alone was just enough for him to be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. That's not. And throughout the movie. Throughout the movie, it's Jack just, Chris like. is just, like, trying to convince him, like, you don't want, you don't have to uh -huh. live your miserable life and like, be we unhappy. Can do this. We can do this together. We can do this we together. We can do this in Texas, and we can actually We be, can go to Mexico. Remember, he says yeah. that at some points, like, we can go oh, to Mexico. Yeah. So it's just, it's the whole time, it's just Jack trying to just get to Enos, and mm -hmm. he's just being, like, a lover to, <clears throat> to another lover, you know? Yeah. And just trying to, like, and be it, there. And it's like, Jack has, like, he's, this is, like, more of an urgent need for him. Like, mm -hmm. he, he really wants to live with Ennis and be with him and, and do all of this. But also, he goes out and like fucks other guys too. Well, that's he goes Jack, down to Mexico too. Ennis to is being a cunt. Ennis yeah. is like, I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Like, honestly, though, like they, they, dude, they built a relationship for years. Yeah. You know, and like they kept it going. And it was so obvious that he loved him. Mm -hmm. And yet, Enos was just like, no. He never gave him like a no. life together, which yeah, is exactly. what Jack Twist wanted. And out of like, yeah, out of like fucking rage through the situation he's probably in, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go fuck he's random fucking guys. other guys. Trying to get to over To the him. point where like, I feel like that, remember Anna Ferris and then the guy who played Hopper when those characters yeah. come in and like it's implied that Hopper and Jack Twist had like yeah. also a relationship? Yeah. I feel like that's, he was trying to get from Hopper what. Ennis exactly, him. exactly, like, and that's what he was trying to get this entire time. But mm -hmm. like, but he wanted Ennis. <clears throat> but he wanted Ennis. And the yeah. tragedy of it all is like, you know, Ennis gets out. The, like, they, they get older, and Ennis finds out Jack dies. You yeah. Know? And through through <clears throat> his death, he's like, man. And also, isn't it like interesting how Jack dies? Because okay, so. When Ennis finds out that Jack dies, he calls Laureen, right? Mm -hmm. He calls Laureen, and Laureen gives him the story of um, he died while changing a tire. Yeah. Like, something Didn't, like, an icicle, like, hit him? Like yeah, something flew at his face. But then we see flashbacks of, like, the real death of Jack Twist. What was the real death? He got beat up. Like, he... Because remember, when Jack Twist died, it was after that Thanksgiving thing. That Thanksgiving incident where Jack Twist was like, um, his, Jack Twist's son was watching football on TV, right? On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Laureen was like, stop watching football, finish your food, and then you can watch football. And so Laureen goes, uh, no, Jack Twist turns off the TV. He's mm -hmm. like, yeah, listen to your mom. And then his father-in-law father goes and turns on the TV, and he's like. Growing boys watch football. Yeah, 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 exactly. Growing men watch football kind Gro of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like some, like, on some, some bullshit, macho yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And then Jack Twist was like, no, fuck like, you. fuck you. It's no, my house. this is, he's going to eat the, the meal that his mom took hours to fix, and I don't give a fuck about, like, you know, th these standards or whatever mm. the fuck, like, these masculine standards. And he goes and he turns off the TV, and he, like, takes charge. After that, like, that's shortly after that. That's when he dies. Wait, did the father-in-law have him like? I'm. They never. Impl they never say it. But it's implied. 
I want to like look into this because it's very strong. That's what I took from it that it was very strongly implied that, that the, the, yeah. Because remember the flashbacks of Jack Twist are when he, when he is when Ennis is on the call with Laureen. There's flashbacks of Jack Twist's death, and the the flashbacks is him like basically like dudes killing Jack Twist, like hitting him in, like in the face with like a tire iron or some shit. I don't know that. Yeah. Like as Lorene is telling him he died changing a tire. Da 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 da. There's flashbacks of Jack Twist getting beat to death Damn. by other men. That's wild. So that's what I took from it. That it's implied that he was that he died because. I'm assuming Lorraine's dad ordered a hit on him. And I don't know if it was for being gay, I don't know if it was for whatever, but that's what that's what I that's how I yeah. took it. Yeah. Oh, I mean like well, either way he died. Uh yeah, Jack yeah. Twist died and he just um, found out. Yeah. Just he's grieving throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And just uh, you can just tell he's just like, man, like he took his clothes, like he went to Jack's house, like mm-hmm. his parents' house, and like took a Oh, it's so sad because like he went into his childhood room. He yeah, looked in his closet, found a shirt that was his that like from Brokeback. From Brokeback. So at some point in Brokeback, they got, they got into, into like a, fight. a play fight that turned into a real fight, and, and then like blood on the shirt. And yeah, like, it turned out Jack kept that shirt. Kept that shirt. All I think along. it was Enos shirt too. Uh huh. It was yeah. And yeah. like, and of course, Enos finds it in the closet, and he's like he takes it. He takes it. And yeah. at the end of the movie, you just see Enos just kind of like talking to his daughter, you know, and. His daughter's getting married. His daughter's getting married, and like, and she like drives off after after telling him that. And he looks into his closet and this has a picture of like broke back, broke back, and yeah. this and this and the shirt that Jack's been holding on to for years. Yeah, and he, and he's just sad. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, not Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the end of the movie. And there's so like I wonder if when when um. When he was on the phone with Laureen mm-hmm. asking about Jack's death, remember how Laureen was like, he said he wanted his ashes scattered on Brokeback. Yeah. And she's like, I never knew what that was. I always assumed it was where he grew up or I don't know, something. Mm-hmm. And then that on that phone call is when she finds out, oh, we just worked there one summer together. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that's she when it clicked for it, her. Yeah. yeah. She probably pieced together. She then. pieced it together. Like, yeah, man. <sighs> What so a movie, sad. though. Good character drama. Good movie. character drama. It's like when you when you talk about these kind of movies, you know, it seems like there's not much going on, but there's so much going on. Like mm-hmm. when you list all the stuff, it's like it cuts in, like yeah. the time the time frame is like it cuts here and there, and like there's always like years forward or whatever the fuck, you know, and it's just like you when you say the information as a whole, like what happened. It's like, oh, it doesn't seem like that much is happening. But it's so much. It's a lot. Can, there's so much struggle between each character. You know? Also, Ennis's whole life, like, he oh got a divorce. Yeah. He dated other women. Mm-hmm. Like, he was going from job to job. Miserable, he, dude. He was yeah. Just, like, he had nothing. Like, yeah. nothing. And he just, he could have had Jack. And they could have been happy. Yeah, and he still wouldn't. He still wouldn't do it. Like even towards the end of his life, he was like, "I gotta go to work. I got you know. Yeah. This is a fantasy. What you what you want?" But you know what? Here's the thing about that. Like, I think the moral of the story right there is like, if you find someone you know that is like that kind of connection, I guess you should go because otherwise they can die any moment. You know, and then you're and just that's gonna what regret. You're just gonna regret and have your whatever miserable life that you just chose to, or whatever life you chose to have. You know, you could have. That had was them. Jack's argument all along. It's like we could have had happened. this. Look what happened. If they, if, Jack if, was right, dude. If Enos took that, 
yeah. invitation like years ago when he offered it to him when as they're like they were fucking like as they were doing those booty calls like yearly booty calls and all that shit they could have been like in some kind of ranch happy together some kind of ranch maybe in and mexico yet, maybe, Who they knows? maybe they would have died like or been murdered but they would at least be like killed together, together you know like, and it's like and that's, the, that's a big if you know at the end of the day like ennis ended up living alone in a trailer park working all his life anyway mm-hmm. and it's like you know, it's not like you left Jack to live the the typical wife and kids life anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, your wife left. Didn't you. work out. Yeah, it didn't work out. You didn't even find another girlfriend. That the 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 girlfriends you had afterwards didn't even work. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, Jack Twist was right. Yeah, he was right. They could have the had it all. In the end, dude, like if you love someone, like don't worry about like the fucking like logistics. Yeah, make it happen. Just make, <laughs> make it, happen. it happen. Make yeah. it happen. Because otherwise, you're just gonna be like like that and just be like, what if you know? And what just feel, filled with regret and old, and you can't start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh man. And it's not like he even got like to see his daughters that much it's daughters because you could tell like when his daughter goes to tell him that she's getting married like he, he still thinks she's dating the boy she was dating like three years ago yeah or it's like he's so out of touch you know if he if uh, he, his life what, what what came of his life was sad it was so sad, he, was so chose, sad. he ended he up chose that. and he chose it yeah he wasn't wasn't able to accept who he was as uh-huh. a person and just like just couldn't T- do till it till his death i wonder if like there's i wonder if brokeback is that is it a book I don't know. I don't know, but it would be cool to see, like, if in that universe he ever finds any sort of companionship, a friend, or even at least gets close to his daughters or something. Like, it just seems like he was alone all his life, and that's so sad. But also, it feels like he kind of wanted to. He had a chance to... I don't think he wanted to. I just don't think he knew how to do it. I think he was... Because from the get-go, this character was in a fucking pickle. He didn't have any parents... He didn't. His his siblings took care of him, and then but they did. But he dipped. also had opportunities for some companionship. But he just didn't choose it. He he just, he just didn't know how to do it. Like that girl who played Velma. Like she was all over him. She was like in love with that guy, and he was still like, nope. You didn't know, connect like that. You know. Yeah, he loved someone else. Yeah, but he could. They could have been like a friend not, or yeah, something. It's not the same. No, it's not. It's that not deep, the long same connection that you need covered. Yeah, you that, can't. You can't just. You can't just assume that like someone of minor connection. Can, can fill the void of, like, deep connection shit, you know? Yeah. You need someone to connect with you on that level. Otherwise, yeah. you're not filling the void. It's still a void. Like, he'd rather be alone. Isn't, yeah, he'd rather he, be alone. You can't do addition by adding two friends of somewhat importance. Yeah. You know, to equal, like, a friend of great void, you know? Yeah. It just doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. You need like, someone. he would have rather been alone. I mean, and he showed it. He would have rather been alone his mm-hmm. whole life than this is have, like, a much. shallow companionship. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Yep. What a great movie, though. Follow. Go for the ones you love. Go for the ones you love. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, should we... Stay away from the hot dads. Go for the ones you love. Stay away from the hot dads. Be smart. Watch movies. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye.